0: All right, Steph, I've got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time?
1: Uh, Obviously, You Met Her Where. Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say the Bible.
1: Oh, oops. <laughs> oh.
0: What's your second favorite book of all time?
1: You Met Her no. Where?
0: A <laughs> distant <laughs> <just this> second.
1: <laughs> totally distant. It's a
0: pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book, honey?
1: Okay, I know this uh amazon.com yes barnes noble yes and and our website kevinsteph.com and what what
0: happens if they buy it off our website (gasps) Uh, what do they get
1: uh an autograph from us yes who wouldn't want that
0: exactly so listeners if you've already read the book thank you so much we've had such good feedback one thing that helps us if you can give us a review on amazon.com we would greatly appreciate it thank you so much and thank you for listening Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us A Good Story. Today, we have a conversation with Rodney Smith Jr., who started a foundation to provide free lawn care service to the elderly, disabled, single moms, and military veterans. He does this across all 50 states. This man just has a heart of gold. Hope you enjoy this episode of
1: Tell Us A Good Story.
0: stuff. This next guest has the kind of story that should be publicized all across the media. People need to hear these kinds of stories.
1: Absolutely. So
0: listeners, our next guest is known for making a difference one lawn at a time. He is the founder of Raising Men and Women Lawn Care Service, which provides free, you heard me right, free lawn mowing services to the elderly, disabled, single moms, and military veterans. From Huntsville, Alabama, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Tell Us a Good Story, Mr. Rodney Smith, Jr. Thank Thank you, sir. It is good to talk to you. Thank you for saying yes to our invitation to record a fun conversation with you. We are so excited to have you.
2: you. Thank you guys again for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: So, Rodney, let me tell you how... We came across your story. Okay. okay? So we have family and friends uh, who will send us information about, hey, you know who you should talk to who has a good story or send us an article. And your sister, Steph, Katie, sent us an article maybe two weeks ago and said, this is a guy you should talk to. This guy has a good story. And it was an article from, I think, Fox News from Mm -hmm. last summer Okay. that had got wind of your story, and I believe your story went viral on social media about doing lawn care service for people in need and doing it for free, right? Mm-hmm. So when I read this story, immediately, I'm like, okay, I want to talk to that guy, that guy right there. So for our listeners and for us, can you tell us, Rodney, about this foundation or this organization you started, you created of Raising Men and Women Lawn Care Service? What is that all about?
2: Uh, Just a small organization, and we mow free lawns for the elderly, disabled, single parents and veterans. It kind of started back in 2015. Um, I was leaving school one day, and I came across an elderly man outside mowing his lawn. It looked like he was struggling, so I pulled over and helped him out, and that night I just decided I'll start mowing free lawns right here in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, At first, my goal was to mow 40 lawns by the end of winter, because at the time I was getting my bachelor's in computer science, and I would be mowing in between classes. So I thought I could not mow that many lawns, but I mowed those I mowed those lawns so quick that I might go to 100. A month and a half later, I reached my 100th lawn, and that's when the idea of Raising Men Lawn Care Service came about. But now I also include kids 87 to 17 and show them the importance of giving back to their community with a lawnmower. And at first, originally, it was just called Raising Men, and like two two years later, I also include Raising Women because I believe that it's, it's important that the young ladies that sign up organization have their own identity as well and and once I'd done that I saw you know a big jump in females joining up as well
0: so so once you did that the first summer mm-hmm. you went to the next summer mm-hmm. what took place then the next summer did did you just strictly stay in Huntsville alabama or what like what what was summer number two what did that look like
2: yeah so so when I first came up with ideas was in of two thousand and fifteen and the summer of 2016, you know, that's when you know we really had kids get involved in the local area in Huntsville, and that's kind of when we went viral for the first time. And yeah, that that was that was like the first year, really first year in 2016 when the kids started joining. And kids from all different backgrounds, or a lot of kids from single parent households that came out and just enjoyed money.
0: Was it hard to recruit kids to do this job, right? Because you're telling them. <laughs> Hey, we're going to do something amazing for the community. We're going to give back to the people who, who need it, but you're not paying them, right? They're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. Was it hard to recruit kids when you first started this?
2: Um, no, no, not really. Um, Most of the time, parents were, you know, say, oh, my son or daughter would love to come out. And it was just like that. So it, w- it wasn't too hard.
1: So, what made you branch out into other states?
2: 2017, I was getting my, my master's in social work and um i was in my internship and i was on my lunch break and i came across this video on netflix of this guy that traveled the world off the acts of kindness to others and that gave me the idea of 50 states 50 lawns. and, and that summer i went to all 50 states moving free loans for the elderly, disabled single parents and veterans to make people more aware of the organization and encourage kids to sign up for our 50-yard challenge and that, that's kind of, that's how it all started me traveling to all 50 states. And since then, I've been to all 50 states nine times.
0: So, What? Yeah. You, ju- you just finished your ninth, your ninth tour, right? Of, of yeah. all 50 of states? Of all
1: 50 states? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I, I'm, for what? this one, for my ninth one, I, was, I suppose I fly to Alaska and Hawaii, but with COVID, you know, it was a little iffy. But yeah, I've been around all 50 times and yeah, just driving drive the food flight flight to Alaska and Hawaii
1: is he not the most humble man
0: yeah incredibly humble you are so
1: humble this is oh ronnie this is such a big deal so how do you find the people that you get to mow their lawn for are they submitted like do people submit their lawns or how does that work
2: yeah so just like in Huntsville people call you up say oh my mother or "I'm, I'm an elderly person so and so couldn't move my lawn but I'm on the road, you know, same way. Like I do different tours for different causes. So let's say I done a, I done a call, I done a tour for breast cancer. So before that tour, um I asked people do they know someone who lost a loved one to breast cancer, those who are surviving or currently going through do breast cancer who I can more strip a lawn with. You know, people submitted lawns, but there were still some states I didn't have lawns to. So let's say I on my way, I go, I'm headed to Kansas, and I don't, I don't have a lawn there. So I take a picture at, Kansas, at the Kansas state sign and say, hello, Kansas, I'm here on my breast cancer tour. And I'm, I'm looking for anyone who's a breast cancer survivor, those who've lost a loved one from it or those who have survived it. If you know any of those, here's my number. Give me a call and I come by and do the lawn. So that's how I get a lot of lawns when I'm on the road as well.
1: Now, let's just say he doesn't just do the lawn. You weed whack, then you blow the lawn. Like, you do a full service. Like, it's just not like a, oh, I'm just going to, like, mow the lawn, but it's not that big. Like, he goes full detail into lawn service, right? He does it right. He does it right. <laughs> it's it's done, like our pastor says, it's done with excellence. And everything yes, you've ma'am. done is with excellence, which is so cool. So, Rodney,
0: here's what would happen to me, Okay. Uh-huh. I would show up to one of these homes and all of a sudden I realize there's 10 acres here that they're asking me to mow, <laughs> right? With a push mower. I have, or have you ever had a situation, Ronnie, where you show up and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a wheat field. They're asking me <laughs> to cut. Have you run into issues like that?
2: No, once or twice. I mean, I got to do so much of a push mower, you know? Right. Like acres, you can't keep. If a push more it would take hours and hours, so yeah, you really can't mow that many lawns with uh, a push more So right, I have to say, um, we might have to look into find someone else to help you out. With this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I to do right. so much.
1: What's been the most memorable lawn you have mowed?
2: Um, there's there's a lot of lawns. Um, probably a, this World War II veteran. Like, I forget where to, but probably most memorable lawn because you know when. You get the mofo for guys like that, you know. They tell you their story, and they remember just like it was yesterday. So those those kind of stories you never forget. Mm-hmm.
0: Was there yeah. was there one particular story that stood out? Like you said, the World War Two veteran.
2: Yeah, th- th- I think that probably the, mo- the one that stands out the most because he's. It he was about ninety two, maybe ninety three. Just. I yeah, just w- welcomed me. And then after moving his lawn, I got to sit down and talk to him about his experience over in World War II. And I felt like a kid being told a story during story time. So it was just a very memorable moment,
0: you know. So tell stuff here about mm-hmm. what happened when you you drove to 48 states, right? And mm-hmm. realized, okay, I'm not going to be able to make it to Alaska and Hawaii. What mm-hmm. happened that allowed you to do that can you can you tell stuff that story of of how you end up making it to alaska and hawaii on your tour that very first tour
2: oh oh, yeah for the the very first tour um i think i i I already had a plan to go to alaska and hawaii Uh, i I had the funds because the first two tours were sponsored by briggs and stratton for two other tours uh for the first delta they sponsored my my ticket to alaska and hawaii then another tour What's out there American Airlines they gave me free tickets as well to Alaska and Hawaii, but you know it's, it's, I'm, a, I'm able to get there. It's not, it's not too too hard to get there, but sometimes like right now I couldn't go to the last two states because of COVID. and right. but I wanted to go they had a if you come to, the, come to Hawaii, you got a quarantine for 14 days, and so it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. so I'll oh, go at a later
0: right.
2: yeah I'll go at a later time to finish that tour
0: Oh that makes sense. yeah. That makes Absolutely. sense.
1: Are you gonna say it?
0: I would just say, how did how did your story end up going viral uh, over the past year or whenever? How how did that happen? And like, what was that experience like for your story to go viral and uh, all over social media?
2: Yeah. So the first time was back in 2016, and it meant a few times, I mean, almost every year when you do a tour, it kind of goes viral. But I think my second 50 state tour was when it really went viral. I and mean, it just was everywhere. And that's because it breaks and shred and put a, the PR team behind me. So every state I was going to, I had local media come out and every time you're on local media, sometimes national media picks up on it. So yeah, it was just fast paced and everyone wants to interview you. And Oh, Fox news. Oh, what hotel are you going to stay at? We bring off, ph- we send a photographer to you, your hotel and stuff like that. So it's, it's a pretty cool experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh,
0: nice. So- I was going to say, who else interviewed you? outside of Fox News.
2: I've been on every national Fox, Fox News, CNN, CBS, NBC, um, HLN, ABC. I've been on all the major networks and probably, I've probably been on every local, local news channel in each state I went to before, before these different tours.
0: So, you
2: know, a lot of news and that helps spread the word of the organization as well.
0: Oh my gosh. So when so when you're on Fox News, Rodney, mm-hmm. do they just send like a camera crew to your hotel and set it up and you just gotta just hang tight there until it's live and they ask you for you know three minutes of questions or how how does that work?
2: Yeah, so one time I was in a hotel and they sent a camera guy off off to my hotel room and one of the big cameras were, you know, had, used a special connection and it was another time I was on Fox. Where I had they sent me to a studio in Birmingham, Alabama, and they sent a car to pick me up. It was about an hour drive, and I went done done the shot, and then
0: they drove me back. Do you get nervous for those at all?
2: I mean, when I first started, you know, I used to get yeah. real nervous with, with the news and doing interviews, but now it's, it's pretty calm
0: now. I you say you're a seasoned veteran now, Rodney. <laughs> like this is nothing. I would be nervous going on all uh, the show stuff.
1: So right now, listeners, he has this special shirt, and I want him to explain this shirt that he's wearing right now.
2: Okay, yeah. So right now, I'm, I'm wearing a black shirt with the gold logo, and that's that's the shirt we give to kids once they reach age 50, 50 yards. So we have a thing called the 50-yard challenge, which is a challenge that we issue to kids nationwide and worldwide to mow 50 free lawns in their community for the elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans. So let's say you get a kid in Utah that accepted the 50-yard challenge, then make a sign saying, I accept the 50-yard challenge. In return, we will send them a white raising men or raising women's T-shirt, along with shades and air protection. Once they mow 10 lawns, they got an orange shirt, 20 a green, 30 of blue, 40 of red, and 50 a black. And once they mow 50, I will drive to wherever they are or fly to overseas and present them a brand new mower, reed eater, and blower. And to date, about almost 80 kids. Eighty plus kids nationwide have completed this and currently we have a hundred and we, we got one thousand three hundred kids taking part in it.
0: Wait, um, how many? One thousand three hundred kids?
2: Yeah, one thousand three hundred kids nationwide taking part in it. And we have kids in eight other different countries doing it as well.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Ronnie, that's amazing. So then you go mm-hmm. for their final yard. Is that how it works?
2: Um not in some most cases, some some cases, but most time they're already done and I just Go to deliver them the more. Like today, I was actually in, I drove to Georgia to present a kid with his brand new more reed Eater and blower in Georgia. This weekend, i I probably head to Florida to three other kids down there that completed it. And I got kids, I got about 30 kids that completed it recently across the United States. So the farthest on the East Coast is up top in Connecticut and Massachusetts. On the West Coast, the farthest one is. California. So within the next three weeks, I'll be
0: going to visit them all. That That's is phenomenal.
1: What a yeah. great thing. Not only does it give kids, you know, they're helping people, but then they have something to look forward to after every like 10 getting yards. Getting to meet
0: him and yes. then getting, getting, getting the, the shirt well. every 10, yes. like he
1: just keeps inspiring them. Like, how did you come up with that idea?
2: Uh, oh, oh, glory to God for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe he gave me the idea for everything. Because at first it was just a lawnmower. Then as time went on, you know, little we got a little more support, more supporters. And with more supporters, we put different things on our Amazon wishlist list because everything is donated. So we are on our Amazon list list. list. So we have a weed eater blower and, and more on our Amazon wishlist. list. People go on there and they buy them and they ship to my house. And then once a kid completes, I just take those. and So my whole house is, you know, filled up with lawn and all that type of stuff. I just had to buy a big tent so I can store everything outside because I mean it's like fifty of each, maybe more than fifty each of each in the house. So wow! So no one tried to rob me or nothing, hopefully.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, everything.
2: Everything's the, no, everything. I just ordered a big. I mean, it's a massive tent, about
0: eighteen by twenty. So kids. you don't have any sponsors then from. Like you no. said, Briggs and Stratton or anything. It's really from yeah, donations. No, no,
2: no national sponsors. Just regular
0: people that support organization. And yeah,
1: that's amazing. That's amazing.
0: I am, Rodney. I got to tell you, I've been so impressed when I look at what you posted on social media, whether it's Twitter or yeah. Instagram. And I was reading one for Steph before you lo- before you logged in here and. I'll read one for listeners. So this is something you posted here recently on your thank you for your service tour. And okay. you, you posted on Twitter about mowing for a former nurse in the U.S. Air Force. She has three children and lost her husband who had been a green Beret in the U.S. Army. And then you mowed, you took pictures, you told her thank you for her service. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you get through that without mm-hmm. just crying like what a service you're doing for this young mom three kids Mm -hmm. husband passed away i mean that's that's amazing i i mean i respect you so much for for doing that
1: for i mean for everything you do i mean are you able to keep it together or do you ever get emotional during these tours
2: Yeah, some 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 tours you know but try to keep it together
0: Mm. so were you in the military or do you have family that's been in the military. Is, is that where this passion comes with wanting to help you know, members that have, have served in the, in the U.S. forces?
2: Um, my, my uncle was in the military. I'm a, I'm a Ridley from Bermuda. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I, I wasn't in the military, but I, be, I strongly believe, you know, America is great because of those who have served this country. You know, America wouldn't, wouldn't be what it is today without, without them. And I believe, you know, it's important of honoring them for their service.
0: Mm. Right. That is
1: excellent. That's awesome. Do you work, Rodney, or is it this is your full-time job? Oh, this, is my,
2: this is my full-time thing right now. I'm, I'm not taking a salary at the moment, but hopefully soon, once the organization builds up. But right now, I'm just staying in my dad's house and just trying to build up the organization and, and run it the best I can.
0: How many do you think you'll, you would like to do in the course of a year?
2: Uh, yeah, so three, four, maybe like probably five, up, to, up to five months. I mean, tours a year. Okay, so, I do okay. so when you say clubs.
1: tours? Do you mean all, all 50, fifty states? states. So all
2: 50 states so that, like, you said
1: like up to five times.
2: Yeah, next year. I mean, yeah, just drive. So I have one plan for autism, and each one each tour I do will have a custom lawnmower. So I, I already have this lawnmower already already made because I was supposed to do it this year in April, but it's when coronavirus really hit. So that was an autism tour, going to all 50 states, moving for kids who have autism, having their stories story shared with me. And then at the end of that 50 state tour, I'll auction that lawnmower off because it's, it's all in puzzle pieces, like the autism logo. And then oh, I was gonna
1: that's do- so cool.
2: Yeah. So I was going to do another one for teachers, you know, teachers appreciation, go to all 50 states, find teachers to mo for and, and you know, to interview them as well, ask them why they became teachers, what they love about their job. And, each teacher I'll meet um, I'll have them make an Amazon wish list of items they need for the classroom and I'll you know put I'll post that link and hopefully people, you know, buy those items for each teacher. And I have one f- plan for childhood cancer. You know, I have one plan for um police officers. You know, um what is it? The the the, the thin blue line.
1: I have uh-huh. one more for
2: that. And I was gonna go around and move for families of officers who were killed in the line of duty. I was gonna do something similar for firefighters and the healthcare doctors and, and, and you know, nurses. And so there's so many different causes you can mow for. And that's, that's what I'm doing. Oh.
1: That's amazing. Wait, I have a Kip, question. I want to question. Okay. How many miles do you have on your car?
2: <laughs> the the corn car I have, um, I got it as a graduation present in 2018. The supporters of the organization, they raised about fif- $15,000 uh, and I got a car. And uh, yeah, I got it at 58,000 miles. Right now it's at (gasps) 340,000. Oh my gosh. Just recently on my tour for the veterans, when I was in Michigan, Ford gave me a brand new Ford Edge 2020. So I had to pick that up
0: soon. So yeah. Oh, that is awesome. That's
1: amazing. Okay, so
0: you got this car in 2018. (laughs) And two years later, you put almost three hundred thousand miles on it from driving. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. that is a lot of driving.
1: That's crazy.
0: That is a lot of driving. That's
1: awesome. What do you listen to
0: in the car? In the
1: car. I mean, I have a great podcast you can start listening to <laughs> I'll tell called it's a good "Tell the Story." A good story. Yes. <laughs> but honestly, what do you listen to?
2: Most of the time, I don't listen to nothing. I mean, just, just to be able to think and come up with ideas, it's, it's most relaxing and just be able to look at the scenery, which is just... I could drive for hours and listen to nothing. And once in a while, I put on something, music, or, or watch a YouTube video, just listen to it. And, but most of the time, it's you know just nothing. Just to be able to think and come up with ideas. Just let your mind wander driving down the highway and just see the beautiful scenery.
1: Okay, when you go to some of these women's houses, are they like just loading you up with food? Do they, like cook for you? Like do <laughs> so you care packages? I bet.
0: here's some cookies to go, Rodney.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, Sometimes people, you know, bake stuff for you, cakes, and you know, they give you money for gas and stuff like that.
1: Oh,
0: oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm, I still can't believe you put three hundred thousand miles on your vehicle. I knew that's what he was thinking. I knew that's exactly what his brain was thinking, Rodney. And the other thing I'm thinking. You take pictures with everyone that you meet, right? And and you mow a lawn. Can Steph? Can you imagine the scrapbook this guy would have from over the past five years of everyone he's met and he's helped through nine tours now and then everyone he's helped out locally.
1: Well, let's talk about that. First of all, do you put these pictures in a scrapbook or are they just all on your phone?
2: No. On my phone online, um, my first 50-state tour, I, tur- I turned it into a book, but uh, I was thinking about turning the other 50-state tours into books, but we'll see.
1: How many lawns have you mowed since you started? Oh,
2: uh, yeah, I'm not sure that. Not sure Rodney, that you now. need
1: to know these things. That, um, I mean, you need to know this. This is a good one. You need,
0: I don't know if I could do that. Steph. Kevin's trying
1: to calculate it I'm for I'm a you CPA, right now. and I don't know
0: if I could track that, Rodney. <laughs>
2: Yeah, My I mean, I, I average, I I estimate over two thousand, three thousand lawns. I, it's hard to tell. Wow!
1: Wow! That's amazing. What's the biggest lawn you mowed?
2: Probably one acre and some. One acre. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah,
0: Navarrenda.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so Roddy, when you made it to Alaska, mm-hmm. you made it to Hawaii. When you showed up, did they just give you – somebody's like, hey, here's my lawnmower. Here's my equipment. Go at it. You're not, you're not traveling with any equipment, no, were you?
2: I'm not traveling. I'm either I borrow one over there or I go to a Home Depot and rent one.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: That's a good idea. I didn't even think about the renting. So if people wanted to help out, right? <laughs> can you share – what the Amazon wish list that you have yeah. on your website that what are some of the lawn care stuff that you you need the most, right? That people can purchase and just ship it directly to to you there?
2: Yeah, so on on our website there's a donation link and there's a, a link to our Amazon wish list wish list page. And on there we have uh mowers, weed eaters and blowers. And every so often I'll put uh like the safety glasses and air protection, but I have enough of that right now. So once they get low once that get gets low, I'll re-add them to the list. And yeah. So I try to make sure that each kid, you know, has a has the safety goggles and, and air protection because you know safety first.
0: It's very important. Stephanie <laughs> any more questions for, for oh, Rodney? I
1: want people to know his website.
0: His website that you can go to, folks, is we dot com. Also, for more information about Rodney, you can go to his Instagram page at Rodney Smith Jr. His Twitter account is IamRodneySmith, and I would highly encourage, highly encourage listeners to check out his website, which includes that wish list where you can donate any lawn care supplies to Rodney in in this program. Well, Rodney, God bless you, sir. I saw this. I saw this story, and we were immediately like, we want to talk to that guy just my respect, mad respect to you in regards to how you honor people in need and how you have such a servant's heart Mm -hmm. to reach the community. And, and just from talking to you, you can tell you're not doing this for publicity, right? You're not doing this uh, just, just to make a name for yourself. You are truly doing this to help, to help others. So seriously, God bless you for, for doing this. And, and thank you for saying yes to us. And, and the no story I
2: thank you guys uh, for allowing me to share
0: hello friends thank you so much for listening if you would like to support this podcast please go to Apple Podcast you can rate and review this episode also for those who have asked us how to financially support you can go to kevinandsteph.com and order one of our books of You Met Her Where thank you so much for listening to
1: tell us a good story